Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Doctrine and Covenants of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Even though this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to be as doctrinally and historically accurate as possible. Every day a new section of the Doctrine and Covenants will be released. I hope that you'll visit this often and be able to share this uh, with your friends. Thank you. Hello there, and welcome back to the Doctrine and Covenants podcast. This is going to be for section 66. I'm going to read the heading first. Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Hiram, Ohio, October 29, 1831. William E. McClellan had petitioned the Lord in secret to make known through the Prophet the answer to five questions which were unknown to Joseph Smith. At McClellan's request, the Prophet inquired of the Lord and received this revelation. Gee, McClellan's request almost sounds like what we do for General Conference, right? That we write down questions that we uh, hope to get answered at General Conference, and most often it does happen, doesn't it? Let me read a little background here, too, about this particular section. In August 1831, William E. McClellan, when then only 25 years of age and recently widowed, was teaching school in Paris, Illinois. It was near this small town that he heard Harvey Whitlock and David Whitmer bear testimony of the Book of Mormon and the restored gospel in an outdoor meeting. Fascinated with their message, he closed his school with the idea of going to Missouri to meet the prophet Joseph Smith. In Independence, Missouri, he met the prophet's brother Hiram, with whom he went into the woods and had a four-hour discussion about the events surrounding the Restoration. The following day, he asked Hiram to baptize him. Four days later, he was ordained an elder. It was not, however, until he had traveled back to Kirtland, Ohio, to attend a conference that he first saw Joseph Smith. At this conference, held on the 25th of October, 1831, McClellan was ordained a high priest. On Saturday, September the, or October the 29th, he obtained the blessing from the prophet here recorded. On that occasion, he said, This day the Lord condescended to hear my prayer and give me a revelation of his will, through his prophet or seer, Joseph. And these are the words which I wrote from his mouth. It is of particular interest that he recorded his own blessing. Uh, the spelling and syntax have been kept uh, in the thing I'm reading. Anyway, in 1848, after McClellan's disaffection from the church and after Brigham Young had led the saints west, McClellan wrote of this occasion that I had expected and believed that when I saw Brother Joseph, I should receive a revelation. And I went before the Lord in secret and on my knees asked him to reveal the answer to five questions through his prophet. And that too, without his having any knowledge of my having made such request. I now testify in the fear of God that every question which I had thus lodged in the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth were answered to my full and entire satisfaction. I desired it for a testimony of Joseph's inspiration, and I do this day consider it to be to me an evidence which I cannot refute. Although we have no record of the questions of which William E. McClellan speaks, they, they evidence themselves, at least in part, by a thoughtful reading of the Revelation. So let's go ahead and get into this. So verse 1. Behold, thus saith the Lord unto my servant William E. McClellan, Blessed are you, inasmuch as you have turned away from your iniquities, and have received my truths, saith the Lord your Redeemer, the Savior of the world, even of as many as believe on my name. Verily I say unto you, Blessed are you for receiving mine everlasting covenant, even the fullness of my gospel, sent forth unto the children of men, that they might have life and be made partakers of the glories which are to be revealed in the last days, as it was written by the prophets and apostles in days of old. Verily I say unto you, my servant William, that you are clean, but not all. The text here suggests that there were sins of mind or deed for which William McClellan was not entirely repentant. 
Continuing the verse, um, Repent, therefore, of those things which are not pleasing in my sight, saith the Lord, for the Lord will show them unto you. I wonder if that was one of his questions. Uh, We should all be asking the Lord what we need to be repenting of. Verse four, and now verily I, the Lord, will show unto you that I will con- that I will what I will concerning you, or what is my will concerning you. Behold, verily I say unto you that it is my will that you should proclaim my gospel from land to land and from city to city, yea, in those regions round about where it has not been proclaimed. Tarry not many days in this place. Go not up unto the land of Zion as yet, but inasmuch as you can send, send otherwise. Think not of thy property. Go into the eastern lands, bear testimony in every place unto every people, and in their synagogues, reasoning with the people. Let my servant Samuel H. Smith go with you, and forsake him not, and give him thine instructions. And he that is faithful shall be made strong in every place, and I, the Lord, will go with you. Lay your hands upon the sick, and they shall recover. Return not till I, the Lord, shall send you. Be patient in affliction. Ask, and ye shall receive. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Seek not to be cumbered, forsake all unrighteousness, commit not adultery, a temptation with which thou hast been troubled. McClellan had not committed sexual sin, but his thoughts may have been leading him in that direction. Here the Lord is warning him to depart from the path he was on. Elder McClellan was not to concern himself with obtaining property, wealth, or earthly possessions. Uh, his wife, Cynthia, was, and an infant child had died before the summer of 1831. Extant information suggests that he had a warm and tender relationship with her and that the temptation here mentioned came only after her death and before he married again. At his excommunication trial on the on 11th of May, 1838, William McClellan stated that after he lost confidence in church leaders, he quit praying and keeping the commandments of God and indulged himself in his lustful desires. Heber C. Kimball also once reminded the apostate William McClellan that Joseph had foretold he would become a Judas if you do not forsake your adultery, fornication, lying, and abominations. Back to the scriptures. Verse 11, Keep these sayings, for they are true and faithful, and thou shalt magnify thine office and push many people to Zion with songs of everlasting joy upon their heads. Continue in these things, even unto the end, and you shall have a crown of eternal life at the right hand of my Father, who is full of grace and truth. Verily, thus saith the Lord your God, your Redeemer, even Jesus Christ. Amen. I bear testimony of the truth of these things and that this shows us how, as people came to the prophet, that they received revelations on on their behalf. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Bye. See you next time.